Me, 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 but also you. <laughs> the Pharaoh fast-forwards his favorite foreign film. Powder donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name your price tool from Progressive. Oh, man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus. The Bulbous Walrus. The Name Your Price tool. Only from Progressive. The owl and a foul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm flinging myself into spring cleaning. I'm going to fling into spring at Total Wine and clean up on Chardonnays and fruit flavored vodkas at low prices. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, always low prices. Total Wine and more. Hello. What's up, everybody? Uh, this is the Where Is This Going podcast. I'm your host, Hunter Miles. And if you hear that little background beat right now, this is one of the original beats made by my good friend Brandon Hansen. This is called Fridays. You can find it on YouTube if you just search Fridays. F-R-I-D-A-Z-E. Any Jew? We have another episode for you this week. Um, we have one of my very good old friends, Zachary Caleb Hill, uh, goes by Caleb Hill, musically known. And man, just a great time catching up with an old friend, um, just really checking back in, seeing where we are in our crafts. Uh, I met Zach when he came to Zealand in fifth grade, so it was like 2000 four something like that and he's been a great friend ever since you know a real athletic kid was athletically gifted in basketball and football but really musically gifted and musically dedicated and I think that's what that's what really matters is what you dedicate your life to and man this kid he's uh he's been he's been at it for a while you know, and just, just pressing on to pursue his dreams. And he just had a son recently. Um, I'm, I'm just proud of that, that dude and uh, everything going on in his life. But just some quick updates. Bah, bah, bah. Why is this podcast so late? Oh, well, here's the thing. We have lives. And <laughs> just kidding. I don't. But... Calming has a life, and he went on vacation. So if you're wondering, why is this podcast so late? We can just blame Colorado and Calming. <laughs> and, and, you know, just things get hectic sometimes. And I'm, I'm, I'm really trying to stay on top of this stuff. So just keep me accountable, please. <laughs> if, you, if you see me and you've listened to the podcast, go, hey, when's the next episode coming? Uh, just I'd love to hear you guys' feedback on everything we've recorded so far. Uh, there's more to come. We have more artists lined up. I, I've i talked with um, some local artists as well about some collaboration uh, opportunities and just kind of expanding and growing the podcast as it grows and the following grows, if it does or not. Who cares? I'll be here anyways, sometimes, whenever Calming's awake. And... <laughs> Uh, I really I thank you guys for listening as much as you have so far. Uh, at the top of this episode, we'll have some of Zach Hill's or sorry Caleb Hill. That's gonna it's gonna be difficult for me. But at the top of this episode, we'll have 
right before the interview, we'll have one of his tracks. And at the end of the episode, we'll have another. Uh, but, you know, until then, enjoy a little bit more of these cool beats before we get into Zach's. guys please enjoy the episode remember to check back anytime for another one and uh yeah thanks for listening this is our interview with caleb hill Accepted in any hood, don't gotta keep it hood. I'm just real and I get it how I live. We could go back, but I'm overflowing with these dope raps. With no strap, I'm leaving little niggas toe tag. Making dope, know <laughs> Make that it happen, All right, guys. This just in. Actually, this in like two months ago. We, <laughs> um, no, okay, not that long. But I would like to give a special shout out and plug, um, another one of my amazing friends uh great artist as well if you guys want to give body cam clothing uh a, a search a look a like a follow on instagram that'd be great um yeah really check it out great clothing line um you know partnered with some great artists again and uh yeah just wanted to give that a quick shout out and maybe this will help me get a free shirt who knows maybe you can get a free shirt they do giveaways but go ahead and follow body cam clothing on instagram uh just a grand rapids based clothing company uh check it out also hi Perfect. Pull this car. Alright. Uh, that's rolling pretty good. So awesome. Go Where are you going? I don't know. Huh. Probably Taco Bell. I might want a taco. Juice from the cart? Yeah. Like I've that. had that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Smoke that. If you go to Taco Bell, can you grab me like just two like Doritos Lovers tacos? Cheese to go to your crunch. Yeah. Uh, actually, can I? Uh, no, here's cash. Actually, fuck it. Here, yeah. Um, I'm Zach, by the way. Caleb Hill, musically. <laughs> I didn't yeah. introduce myself when I shook your hand. So <laughs> fix that. Um, I'll just order it on the fucking Taco Bell. <laughs> and I love right. America today. Wait, let me order it quick on this Taco Bell app before I go to McDonald's. Let me order first. Just because they don't know. Delivery McDouble. <laughs> Pull out the McDonald's. Yeah. We, Do you like that? Uh, you can get a Whopper for a penny if you order it at a McDonald's. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. So petty. If, if you go on the app and you're located so at a McDonald's and you order Burger King, 
it'll be a penny when you get there to go get oh it. well okay. they did that for like a month all right i know i see what you're i like if you're at mcdonald's and you change your mind yeah so <laughs> you're so, so you're on your phone at mcdonald's and you're like you know what burger king actually sounds way better than this yeah <laughs> let me ooh, a That's penny a hilarious and you yeah. happen to have the app <laughs> yeah but, well also <laughs> if you have the burger king app you're already committed. You're not going to be at, at McDonald's. With no tomato. No tomato. Thanks, buddy. I don't think tomato comes. Nacho cheese. I think they do, don't they? Nacho cheese or Cool Ranch? Uh, nacho cheese is fine. <laughs> and cheesy Gardita Crunch. Peas. That used to be my shit. That is always my go-to. Cheesy Gordita Crunch. On okay. gang. Mm. On gang. On gang. That's on gang. It's all love. It's all love. All right, all right, all right, all right. All right, all right, all right. All right. All right, let's get this thing started. What up, guys? Uh, Thank you for listening to the Where Is This Going podcast. I am your host, Hunter Miles. I'm joined by my ginger friend, Jake Malicious. And right now, our studio manager, Comic, just went out for some T-Bell. And boom, we got a special guest in the house today. Uh, old friend, childhood friend, amazing artist, uh, lyrically gifted, to say the least. Please welcome Zachary Caleb Hill, Caleb Hill, musically known. <laughs> he said, I'm not internationally known, but musically, I'm Caleb Hill. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for having me, man. I appreciate the humble and generous introduction. <laughs> hey, not, nothing but humility over here, man. You're one of the quietest people I know. So <laughs> He's also been doing this since fucking... What, 15, 16? Yeah, yeah like, before taking that. it seriously, yeah. like, as my career, I would say, like, 16, 17. Mm-hmm. But writing rhymes, shit, it's great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for real. Middle school. Yeah, yeah man. And <laughs> I, I remember just, like, middle school, basketball, just freestyling on the bus and stuff like that, just listening to you all the time. Yeah, high school is re- really when uh, you started taking off, too. Uh, just right. like recording stuff, right? And man, so yeah, there's a there's a lot of history there, and I I, I really want to get just dive right in. Uh, so we'll tell the listeners a little bit about yourself and uh, maybe our relationship. But uh, so you grew up where here in Holland? Yeah, I grew up in Holland, Michigan. Um, met all you great guys mm-hmm. when my mom took me out of Holland public schooling, and that was mainly because they didn't really have their shit together when I was in elementary school, right? Like, we had teachers going on strike. I was in, like, seven different schools by fifth grade. Yeah. So my mom was like, yeah, Zealand just seems to be a little more stable. stable. Right. And she took me out and put me in there. And then I met y'all one by one and got to know you guys and got to, you know, indulge in the sport culture of Zealand. And then right. eventually, just in my own meantime, just kept growing my passion for music along the way. Right and while I was, like focusing on sports mainly like i was always just a fan but like i was a super fan you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like i was listening I was a gonna lot say of, of sports or music music of, of music yeah of course i still am a fan of sports i still like hoop especially because that was like my first love before music mm-hmm. all the time but like i remember just after football or basketball practice and dinner and 
once I got whatever homework I did do done, right. like I remember all my time really was just locked in my room with the headphones on. Right. Just, just diving into my new favorite album or whatever. Oh, yeah. Oh, man, I, and th- those those times after like all the BS of the day, you know, especially yeah. like in high school and middle school, like after you get through all the BS of the day, dinner, sports practices, and all that, that's when you were like actually able to dive into something that you wanted to do. Like for like me and Jake, for Jake it was playing guitar, but also the the times after we got all of our BS done, where we could like, all right, now we can play Co- Call of Duty. And I mean that was yeah. it was it was a fun thing, but it was a passion too at the same time. But there's there's so many places you can go with that passion or that free time to you know do what you want and to spend it productively, uh, like I think we're starting to do now, like in our adult lives, for instead sure. of all leisure. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah, it's 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 I think it's way more rewarding. Oh yeah, and like it's like a it's a almost not noticeable reward at first because of it's something you do enjoy you can kind of like trick your brain into feeling like it is leisure you know what i'm saying right yeah even when you start seriously putting work into something yeah. that can mm-hmm. get you somewhere if you got passion and love for it and right. it's, it's not gonna be a problem to do it all the time or every day exactly yeah, it's not gonna be a sacrifice really to yeah. put time towards it because it's putting it's gonna time be a pleasure it. that's what joe joe rogan was talking about um i can't remember who he was talking to about this but uh oh Wiz Khalifa it was Joe Rogan and Wiz Khalifa talking and Joe Rogan was saying that we have to find like a different word for like what Wiz Khalifa does talking about work yeah because like Wiz Khalifa puts in a lot of work in the studio and stuff but him working in the studio also results in him just like smoking weed writing with like literally he described a a chick just dancing with her ass on him. Right. And, and that's pouring that's, him a shot. Like, right. And like, that's when him, it's all good. That's his workplace. Like yeah. that's him working. It I makes mean, the work better, but you can't, he's saying you can't sit, use that same word work for what Wiz Khalifa is doing. And like right. who, the worker, at, like getting minimum wage at McDonald's. And it means who, a lot more when you're carving out the time to do it yourself. Right. than just like, it's not necessarily a job, but it's also you have to work at it so it's like yeah, yeah it's weird you're, you're definitely kind of managing yourself in that field mm-hmm. and as an artist i can say like when you've been up in the studio until 4 a.m and right. you're make, getting that beat just perfect and you redone redone the same part of the beat 30 times and right. your back starting to hurt and your posture is slouching <laughs> every, then you every could call it work seconds. yeah, yeah. That's, that's work that's hard you could call work. it work yeah, yeah but, when you have to force yourself yeah. to take a break because you're not it's like the first time yep. you're really getting used to not having someone tell you what to do you're your yeah. boss you're yeah. setting your pace here and you're doing whatever you're comfortable with so you gotta tell yourself to take a break right Creati- so true. creativity is such an amazing outlet and opportunity yeah. uh, that we're blessed with I think um Man, yeah, it it really is a it's a safe haven and a it's a lifesaver creativity because it gives us the motivation to not accept like this life that was given to us For sure. like just at face value. For but sure. with that creativity, with that creative thinking, we can see beyond what we're given to oh, yeah. uh, what can be. And I think that's that's just awesome. Um creatively awesome. speaking, who who were your influences uh musically growing up because i know when i met you in like fifth grade so you and blake came to new grown again <laughs> classic times yes. man. oh my gosh um <laughs> sunday monday tuesday Wednesday. but 
Um, and I think like we shout out to Blake. He's doing his thing too. Blake Jackson, yeah. Independently, I, I'm I'm really uh, I've reached out to him. I haven't gotten a response, so I'm going to reach out again. I'm sure he'll come through. Yeah, I'm dude. sure he'll. Eventually. And that'll be that'd be so amazing. But yeah, he's pop. He's yeah, doing his thing. Blake Jackson's doing his thing with the American out or yeah, American Outdoors or something like Arrowed that. Arrowed Outdoors, I believe. Yeah, yeah. But some like wildlife photography, videography, uh, some like real hunting, hunting vlogs and stuff. Yeah, it, that's awesome. Yeah, especially when you look at the the kids that we used to be. Yeah, and I love you, Blake, but I didn't think you'd be doing anything like creatively because you're a creative person but you just always goofed around all the time well all of us did so to think that we'd actually apply ourselves to something that we would always joke around about right as like fifth like 12 year olds basically yeah that's nuts because my my first this is so crazy my first in fifth grade do you remember what you told me to do for the talent show for fifth grade camp fifth grade camp no no all right. I remember middle school talent shows. I remember, not- yeah, that was bad too. We're not even going to talk about that. <laughs> but, but the, for the fifth grade talent show, you and a few other people had told me, like, no, you should do stand up comedy. What? And you told me. In I don't even remember grade, watching you, Doc. That's but that's but because proceed. here's oh, the thing. Okay. So I did my first set, my first audition for stand up comedy. <laughs> my first set was in front of three fifth grade teachers. And Next. if you know the three, the fifth grade teachers at New Groningen Elementary, uh, it's two older white guys, kind of middle aged white guys, and one elderly white woman. That those are that's the crowd I'm performing what, for in fifth grade. Did you do you remember any of the material you had? I don't. Like, what's I don't funny really remember. That you can say to teachers. Yeah, yeah, especially like this is my this is my open mic. Yeah. three people. <laughs> like 30 years older 40 years older than me this is sucks tough yeah crowd. you're thinking they're tough gonna crowd. Laugh. They're, <laughs> they're gonna laugh and be like oh he's so cute let's laugh yeah him. but no i think even Slap their knee when they're not laughing yeah, yeah i think like even halfway through, I, talk, I started talking about like my mom and my sister and i think i don't know if that was before or after the talk when my mom's phone had gone off during the talk like, and um you know like the sex talk that yeah, we had yeah, in fifth no, grade no, I'm just and where all the guys are in one one room me i know my me and my sister are in the back and uh my or me and my mom i was gonna say your sister and mom were <laughs> no my sister talk. was not there but my mom had my sister's old phone that's that's why my sister got brought into it and which had my sister's old ringtones my mom's phone goes off in the middle of a sex talk with a bunch of 12 like 11 12 year olds what song is it Put that thing up, mommy, hey. make it roll. Drop it for me, girl, get low. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> my mom's white too, so it just doesn't, it just doesn't make sense at all. Where's, where's this going? <laughs> so, so yeah, but I think I tried making a, like, a joke about that in fifth grade, but that was my first like set. <laughs> That's where I started my co- comedy dreams. Um, because back then, like, my influences were, like, Dane Cook. Okay. And I, that's really, I think, in, like, uh, Jeff Dunham was doing, like, the puppet yeah. comedy. Yeah. But uh, who were your influences, creative influences growing up? Growing up, I got to really dig deep. Because I'm trying to think, like, before the high school era. Right. If I if I may uh, submit something or an artist, um, what about KJ52? Oh, yeah. See, there you go. There you go. Like, if you listen to my music now, like, 
when I started rapping, it was mm-hmm. very strictly bars. Right. But the more I got good at expressing my emotions mm. and adding melodies that naturally kind of came to me, I wasn't reaching too hard to find them. They were right. kind of just falling in my head throughout the day. Right. And I would just write them down or get them out. And if I remember how they sounded, I would start singing. Mm-hmm. So I would say like, like you said, KJ52 and like Toby Mac. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which are both Christian artists right. and that's not for no accident because before I was allowed to dive into some of my favorite artists after mm-hmm. them I was really only allowed to listen to Christian music right. and that's like around like around the same time my mom was you know taking me out of Holland schools right. so it was like KJ52 he had a lot I, I'm sure I get a lot of like my witty like metaphors from yeah, him yeah cause KJ52 was a He's like a Christian Slim Shady. Yeah. Like he's got definitely. them like he's got well, them mean, bars. He, is, he even has that song like Dear Slim. Yeah. Like he yeah. literally he is yeah, he's the Christian Eminem. But like for white rappers especially, I was just like, whoa. And for, yeah. for, 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 for Christian rappers, I was just like, this guy's got yeah, bars. Yeah, he can make someone who's not Christian bob their head. Yeah, easy. Exactly. So that's where you know like the music's real. Exactly. He's not the music. Reaching. He's not right. And we were just talking it. with uh my boy Mark, um, who just pulled off when you pulled in, but we were talking about, um, some Christian, we were talking about, cause we, me and him definitely, uh, but I think all of us kind of grew up with like very broad, uh, like genres of music taste, you know? Yeah, of course. Um, he said, but one of the only things he never got into was like, he's not super into country at all, but definitely not Likewise. into like Christian music. Uh, just because like he's not he's not Christian, Jake's not a Christian, so they don't identify with the values portrayed in the songs. Uh, like the message, right? It seems repetitive, you know. Yeah. So I mean, I can definitely understand that if that's not something you like, if that vibes with you, so it's it's sure. not relatable to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I definitely musically, I think you can't deny the the artist the artistic value and. I think genius that comes from a lot of Christian artists like, um, like KJ five, two Toby Mac. Um, and then the, the third NF. one before I was allowed to listen to explicit music, <laughs> T-bone T-bone. <laughs> yeah. I just, he was doing his thing, bro. Dang. T-bone. Um, he was doing his thing. Oh my gosh. See, I, I don't can... know any of these artists. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so I'm like, so that's like the only three I know. Like, right. Well, I, I mean, st- I was strictly on them. Jake, you've heard that song by Grits. My life be like, ooh. Oh, yeah, sure. Ah, Grits, they had a couple. Yeah, ooh. Maybe. I know like, you've heard it. I know you've heard it. Yeah. It's been in Our mov- generation. so many movies. Yeah. I know you've heard No, you've definitely yeah, heard Yeah, I might have heard that. But that's a Christian, that's a Christian rap, rapper. I how many times I want to say rap is that a rapper rapist Grits? I'm not sure actually I'm not sure I have no clue I don't I didn't <laughs> whatever happened I didn't him. research that much whatever happened loafed up chilling off that hit money <laughs> that one hit that ooh ah uh, so before you got into explicit like music uh, so artistically you were influenced with the bars especially so yeah. bars bars is yeah. like KJ Toby Mac now what got you into or when you made that switch into like hip hop, like hip hop, hip hop. <laughs> this is some funny shit. Like and I haven't, I haven't told many people. It was actually in fifth grade, finding myself at a new school with two right. friends, you and Blake, and then right. Tyree. Yeah, I was gonna <laughs> when say, he moved. When, uh, when, when halfway you through the year, when you find, when you find yourself to be one of the only black people yeah. in uh, an all white community, you start finding yourself. Exactly. 
Exactly. And you weren't so pushed to do so, ironically, when you're in a that more diverse school. You're kind of like, you see what everyone's like, and you're not sure if you're supposed to be like everyone or find yourself. Right. So I think moving moving out in Zealand kind of yeah. helped me find myself. To where but, you are like a... <laughs> We're here where you are a literal and almost literal black sheep in, in Zealand. Yeah. Well, even, and even like the comedy freestyling. Yeah. Even like regardless of that, that age where you're just like middle school, high school, it's all the cliques. It's all the, yeah. It's yeah. All the like conformity. And everything. So yeah, right it's before like, middle school. Yeah, so much seems important old. that isn't. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> right. And there's and just like the senseless crap that we go through then that doesn't seem important at all that seems to be the things that actually shape us oh yeah and then we were te- definitely sleeping on at that age exactly. like thinking that shit's annoying or whatever yeah, yeah. but but right, anyways so, yeah, yeah. Tyree <laughs> it started me getting into explicit more popular music mm-hmm. started <laughs> when I got passed down this like alarm radio clock and I used to I didn't even have an alarm like I was young, you know, my mom was right. cutting the lights yeah. off, waking me up for school. Yeah. Wake up. Yeah, but you don't need alarms. Yeah. In the night, when everyone was asleep, <laughs> I would cut on 104.5 or with the radio. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, my stepdad would, like, at the same time, play, like, one song on 104.5, like, every now and then, too. Like, mm-hmm. integrate a little in that he liked, that he thought was okay for me to hear. Right. But in the night, I was getting the top five of what, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. like, you get the 10 o'clock beat down. Yeah, yeah I was the... tuned in for that, and that's exactly. when it started. Yeah, me, me and my dad always started. used to talk about that, because me and my dad and my sister would be driving home from somewhere, always <laughs> at around, like, 10 o'clock p.m., and he would always say, the Friday night beat down. Yeah. <laughs> my dad would always say that. I'd be, everyone else would be knocked. I'd be up for it, waiting, like, <laughs> yeah. counting down the minutes. Mm-hmm. It's a beat down coming. And it's <laughs> ironic because now I can't stand the radio. Oh, yeah. No, I hate the radio. I can't listen <laughs> to the radio for more than five minutes. Right. Like, that lasted long. Yeah. <laughs> well, so, uh, <laughs> 104.5 WSNX. Hell so, that yeah. that's starting to get you into the more, like, the, the popular Popular stuff. music. Yeah. yeah. But your your family growing up, um, I know your stepdad listened to a lot of jazz. Oh, yeah. He was a big jazz head. Yeah. Like, I could pull stuff out that i still like to listen to that like most people our age would be like what, what is, is this yeah <laughs> i remember just riding in that van for some i think it was after like basketball or something like that because i'd go i'd go over to your house after like like fifth grade basketball i'd go over yeah. to your crib and that's when we'd listen to kj52 and stuff like that <laughs> but um like we were riding in his van for something and i i just remember that cool water it was just jazz it was the whole the whole time it was just jazz and i was just like no one i know no one in my family listens to just jazz all the time and this no and, and that in depth like yeah so many different because artists he's, and he, but he's actually listening to yeah you while we're like he has two like 11 year old boys in the car and he's not listening to them and we're with them we're kind of toning the music out exactly toning back in because we're just talking to each other and it has no words and we're young exactly it has no, <laughs> does, nothing's grabbing us but your dad is just waiting for that bass solo yes, or whatever waiting for the sax as soon as that like that stand up bass starts coming in doom doom you're dead he's mm. slapping on the steering wheel <laughs> he's like that's hitting my soul oh yeah that, oh. and we're like oh Okay. Like that. That's Anyways, you got any of that Eminem? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, what what kind of music did your mom uh, listen to? Because she comes from a 
Latin background. My mom, around the time I could only listen to Christian music, Mm -hmm. she was pretty much on the same thing. But one of her old-time favorites, I would say, is Santana Mm. and then Prince. Okay. Prince is, like, my mom's go-to, like, that's good stuff. How right I there. felt when Mac and Nip died, my yeah, mom was that when Prince, Prince died. She went through a time. Like, right. It wasn't no one, two day, one week thing. It right. was a time in her yeah, life. Yeah, because, I mean, still, there's good, there's, for hardcore Mac fans and Nipsey fans, and, like, this is a time, this is still a time of mourning, really. Yeah. It's not, yeah. Because, because. Real hard and weird to think or feel or speak about. Yeah, because you you don't have any, like, even when all of your artists are alive, you're like, I'm waiting on that new, I'm waiting on that new Kendrick album. You know, I'm waiting on that new blah blah blah. But I can never say, yeah, no, I'm still waiting on that new Mac. I'm yeah, like, oh. and it's sad for me because they were both at the top of their game. Mm. Like that swimming pools album, oh. or was it just swimming? Yeah, uh, yeah, swimming. And the dedication, like Virginia. William Hill, America's number one sports book, is now here. And we have a special 2021 offer to help you bet on all your favorite sports risk-free. Download the William Hill Sportsbook app, and when you sign up, you can get started with a risk-free bet of up to $2,021. Use promo code RADIORF. Terms and conditions apply. 21 plus only. Gambling problem? Call, text, or chat our confidential and toll-free helpline at 1-888-532-3500. Let's make it interesting with William Hill Sportsbook. You want cash. You want to get stuff done. So what do you do? You buy 5-Hour Energy, of course. You upload the receipt to 5hewin.com, then find out if you instantly won 10, 100, or even $1,000. Then you drink that 5-Hour Energy and cut through your to-do list like a hot knife through butter. 5-Hour Energy, the official sponsor of getting stuff done. No purchase necessary. Must be 18 and a legal resident of the U.S. Ends June 30th, 2021. For rules, visit 5hewin.com slash rules. Void where prohibited. Message and data rates may apply. They're that's both like yeah. the greatest projects. No, I've heard nowhere close to their downswing. I I think right. I think they're definitely their best. If they're not on there, still way up. They're definitely in there at the in top. their prime. Yeah, and for and, them to go out and mm-hmm. us not to get more of them in that zone and also like that spiritual enlightenment and mm-hmm. uh, satisfaction. Right, and it just yeah, the the vibes and just the feelings and uh, influence the, that those two. Especially, yeah, Nipsey and Mac brought to the hip hop scene as a whole, but the fact that it that it went beyond that, it yeah. went beyond rap, it went beyond yeah. hip hop. It was it was humanity. It was humanitarianism, you know. It and humanity. Bo- in both those albums, they found themselves pulling themselves out of a dark right. area in life mm-hmm. and feeling good about themselves. Yeah, especially and not in a, swimming and not yeah, both of them, but yeah. and not in a boastful. Not in an arrogant, you know, negative, I'm better than you shitting on you way. It was right. a beautiful way. Yeah, to, to, That's what kills me. To portray yourself as feeling good about where you are and not be cocky about and it. And putting someone else down. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's yeah, it's very hard. And doesn't it seem like some of the most respected and just creative and greatest artists out there, be it like comedy or music, like the greatest minds in art seem to be the most tortured souls. Yeah, the most, like, most trouble. Yeah, man. It, it's, it's like it's a difficult thing to it's, grasp. It's like as a it's, human, as a right. person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as a, yeah, as a human, definitely. And I mean, you you know, you kind of have to think of it as like you know, you can't you can't have genius without a price. Like you can't yeah. have, you can't have gold without paying for it. You know, yeah. 
and to some it's a gift, to some it's a curse. Yeah, and I mean, but that that kind of genius, even with intelligence in itself, just just plain intelligence, right, and knowledge comes so much. That's why ignorance is bliss. With with knowledge comes so much more anxiety, mm-hmm. things to worry about because you know what's out there. Mm-hmm. And so with artistic genius, I think you're also just because you have such a creative mind. You also have to have a dark side of that creativity, right? Where there's light, there's also absence of light. So, and it's a very spiritual thing, definitely. And so, like how you said, intelligence is gonna bring you more um, anxiety to what you know. Like your art IQ, if you, if I can say that, being you know grown and developed is gonna bring more spiritual awareness. It's gonna be, it's like a different. Yeah, it's that maturity. It's, it's, it, it's weird and it's like beautiful and special and like crazy and like out this world. And it's so much more than like the technology, like right. science part of it. See, and I think uh, an important thing for artists or just creative genius geniuses um, in general to do. I mean, obviously, always, everything's easier said than done. Mm-hmm. But to. Oh, crap. I completely forgot. Um with that intelligence uh and that create there we go that creative intelligence um like you said it brings like spiritual knowledge right right with creative maturity it brings like spiritual maturity as well so the thing is to yeah. not neglect one or the other you know what i mean right so you, when you need when you have that when you get to a point of uh creative maturity some people let their their spiritual guard down you know and they don't, pro- yeah. they don't put up that protection so they have so many demons so many battles they let go of morals right yeah chasing whatever they've created or started exactly yeah and For so sure. yeah and you have to you have to build yourself up spiritually keep yourself built up spiritually and creatively right it's and a the elites in this world who aren't for you and mm-hmm. are very greedy and for themselves they want that for every artist or every person of good aura, they want them to lose themselves in the in money. The art. Yeah, lose yourself in in, the... in whatever's coming after you've done things a certain way for however long you did to get whatever came. You know what I'm saying? Right. They want you to lose yourself and your morals, and you know, lose your soul. Right. Yeah. The I world's mean, set up for you to do yeah, that, so it's soul. hard. Right. It's, I mean, that's why it's such a common concept yeah. to sell your soul. Yeah. Uh, just for your art, you know. Um yeah like you said you can't lose you they the industry wants you to lose yourself in the industry for sure and the so, industry becomes a business and it's like yeah you're tearing apart the art the art aspect it's going to suffer for the for the money that other people want to make mm-hmm. off of you yeah which Amen. which for like for independent artists that's why it's so important yeah for their work mm-hmm. and that's another thing i was going to say about blake that was a huge like <laughs> i didn't even get it out until now but I always knew he would do what he's doing, but I wasn't always informed he would do it as independently as he is. Okay. Oh, I that's, definitely know what you that's mean. That's the dope part. Like, I definitely know what like you I mean. Like, I knew he was, I knew his hunting was my music. Like, I knew that. Right. But yeah. Yeah, you I, can read other people's passions in their life, yeah. especially if you know them, you grow but up But I didn't know how hands-on and I didn't think it would definitely independent get to that he level. would be. Yeah, yeah. Shouts out for that. Staying yeah, independent out, and like just and his, using your resources, working with what you got. Exactly, and yeah, just not saying like, okay, everybody hunts. Cool, everyone or like a lot of people have a passion for hunting, 
but to take that passion and actually, I don't know, help other people, but like do something with it that can benefit you and others. Yeah. And yeah, like, I mean, what I, what I'm trying to do with comedy, what, what you're doing with music, what we're doing with this podcast, it's, it's their passion projects, not just for ourselves and not for monetary value, but for others as well, because we feel they can benefit. Right. And generally, when you're trying to make the world a better place and you're trying to create connections, Mm -hmm. you do that. And those connections become more valuable than the money you receive eventually, which doesn't come fast. Right. They really are, though. And with with us, like building connections is life, I've realized. Yeah. Like we can all propel each other. Necessary to survive. Right. And thrive and get better. Right. And like with. Um, shit, I completely forgot. Anyways, what up, guys? Uh, oh, well, with like in wanting to create a better place and putting that energy out and making those connections with those intentions, I think that's why those connections are stronger and more beneficial to you because those connections with others, the, that networking came out of a good intent, a uh, good environment, a good relationship, and so that's why those are you know, stronger relationships because when you think about your childhood friends, when you, like when I met you, when I met you, I wasn't trying to get anything from you. (laughs) Right. I I didn't say like, Hey, let me talk to this kid because maybe I can go over to his house and he has a pool or something. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know. Not me. I was going to say black kids in Zealand. I was thinking that with you. (laughs) (laughs) I was looking at you like he's, he, his kid ain't all the way white. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to say, what's up? He ain't white, white. So, I mean, I know he ain't got a pool pool. Or... But he'll talk to me. <laughs> right, but he'll talk to me because we're closer. I'm going to go set this over here. Oh, for sure. Is that video? Yeah. Nice. And if we all like it, y'all can use it. Bet. For sure going to use it for like my little vlog. Right. Yeah, feel free. My But, uh, yeah, and it's, it's when you have the intentions to create a better world, you're going to get a better outlook or a better result right in anything you do right it's going to start as a better world for yourself just how you feel and the the signs you're more aware to and opening up to and the stuff you give attention to and don't and choose not to and then also yeah. eventually without you even knowing that's the back end it's going to really actually create a better world for right. other people all it starts with is your attitude towards it mm-hmm. oh how yeah. much you want it the oh, attitude yeah. of gratitude and just letting all the bullshit fly yeah to the side if it doesn't it's not helping, it's hindering, and yeah, I'm out. Yeah, in in my industry, and I'm sure your comedic areas, I'm sure that's very important. It's letting the bull, like rolling yeah. with the punches. like Yeah, yeah, because- Ray Charles to it. I think anything artistically, you're going to have people who don't like yeah, it. Yeah, all the arts, I'm, I could say but that. Yeah, but, and there's, there's a thing with, uh, that I always stand by, and that's, if you don't like something- don't say something. Right, right. Like, you don't have to shit on somebody else's thing because it's not yours. Right. Like, because it's not your bag. But if you like something and you, you dig someone's art, support the hell out of it. Mm-hmm. Right. Because that's that's more that means more to them than you know. Mm-hmm. It's just uh, for an artist to have another person's support, especially another artist. But yeah, an, man. any other person's support. Like, hey, I like what you're doing. Keep doing what you're doing. For, to have someone like positively push you in the direction you feel like you need to go 
or like that you feel like you're on the right track in the direction you've been trying to go right where exactly. where no one else was really you know right giving you the same input or giving right, you the yeah. same encouragement when you stop to yourself and you're like where is this going yeah and someone's like no dude you're doing great man keep doing what you're doing and you're like oh thanks i was wondering <laughs> yeah that's underrated and huge and important in right. every artist's life yeah and it's and and uh, we've talked about it on this podcast before where it's important mm-hmm. to have um, that like inner drive uh, to to do something, but to work to work to be like self-sufficient uh, in a way. And that's very necessary. But we can't we're not meant to live as hermits. We're not meant to live. On yeah. Our, by our own. Uh, I get like we shouldn't seek for approval in others, but we can't really live without affection yeah we need communication and connections yeah definitely and that that's something that i kind of i i try to keep an eye on the fine line Mm -hmm. between being too isolated and too conscious of everyone but myself right because i go selfless yeah because i go into moods where i want to be out and i want to be you know in the scene and Mm -hmm. like involved in like a lot of stuff Right. And then I go into moves where I've been in like as of recently where I like, you know, drop two projects, three projects, no features, like right. make beats and then kill the whole beat, no features, like and it's like that that J. Cole Russ like that, mind state, like the self sufficiency. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, I don't need anyone. Right. But yeah, trying to prove that too long, it can have downfalls. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. yeah, if you keep telling everybody, I don't need you, I don't need you, I don't need right. you. But then you want to like release music. You're like, "Yo, I would love it. I would love your guys' support." Right? Yeah, you're like, no, you <laughs> already told me you don't need me. No, I, I didn't need your help, but I need your, I need your love. That's yeah. a hard but, one. And yeah. your willingness to work with others, people really dig that too. Yeah, yeah. How well and, but I, and I love people. collaborative works too. And I know you've done some collaborative works as well. Um, we're kind of skipping around chronologically, but um, what are some features that you have you have done? on other artists, local artists. Features uh, that here. I have done. The first one that's kind of obvious that you probably remember is King True. Mm-hmm. And that's like my dog. Like we'll, I'm pretty sure he'll like never like charge me a feature price. And I'm right. pretty sure like yeah. I would never do the same to him. Right. Even though like with new, with new acts, if they asked us to be on a track, we're both at a place where we could both yeah. give someone a quote. Like, yeah, we don't do features. See, and free. that's, being able to monetize yourself and like yeah just capitalize on your own talent is an is an amazing feat by the way um yeah but what what song were you was that first but me me and king true's first song was rolling yep i remember i i know it started with an r i just couldn't remember if i i remember something about red rocket or something but that that's the third one oh. or 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 second one no yeah it was rolling and that was hot. Every the streets loved it. Everybody mm-hmm. loved it. And I said the streets because that's all it was. I it. wasn't even and on the internet else yet. Was yeah. to it, so it was just the streets. It was very. It was as underground as it gets. <laughs> but and then it was rocket. And I was, I was like two years in recording myself, and those were like True's like third and fourth songs. Right. And he he excels so fast he yeah, caught on so fast really i love that mm-hmm, i love I mean, that he's gone he's gone i know he's done shows down south in like arkansas before but just like mm-hmm. even 
in the in the Midwest. He's gone he's gone around and done shows. Right. And just like just mastering his craft is I'm talking about as far as like the recording process. Like he mm. came so far. Like he's him and myself are both easy one takes now as we're like we've stayed we've stayed up hot summer nights with no AC, you know, when everyone right. was out partying for two time. We stayed <laughs> up in the studio just me and him when like all our friends like we're sick of it. Has it been a while since you flipped that thermostat from heat to cool? Turn to the experts at Griffith Energy Services before you do for an $88 AC start and check to make sure your AC is in tip-top shape. Griffith specializes in carrier, but services all brands. Visit GriffithEnergyServices.com today. Your local carrier expert. That's GriffithEnergyServices.com. License number MDHVACR01-2278. Griffith Energy Services. Doggone dependable. Right. And we stayed and just kept working, yeah. you know, kept working. You, like, sometimes you definitely need that other person. Yeah. Like, like you said, when all our friends were sick of it. Friendly competition is right. Is definitely beauty. to push each other on, but not like, like not only like, hey, man, no, you got that. How back in there? Right. But also to be like, nah, man, my shit was hotter. Right. That's that. Or be like, you should have said this. Mm-hmm. And then even just feed off each other as we're doing our own thing and yeah, watching each other excel. And it's just like. All right, all right. He's doing all that. Like, all right, bet. Mm-hmm. That lets me know I gotta be at this level I'm about to right. get to. Like, yeah, it's just propelling each other. Yeah, having up here in the same game, definitely. And knowing, and knowing, like we helped each other get started. When when I see his success, I'm happy. You know, what I'm right. saying. And I would assume when he sees mine, he feels the same. Right. And that's but then the no bitterness. That's and that's how love and relationships and right. artistry should be. Right. That's how real artists are. Right. Like it's yeah. And then the third song was Poe Up. And that song was a little less underground. Like, that was on a mixtape that had a cover. You could still go listen to that right now. Mm-hmm. And that was, that was, I'm not sure if that was our biggest song, if that or, if that or, if that or rock it was. And then later on, when I was like 18 or 19, we did a song called Young Kings. Mm-hmm. And that was like no hook, just bar for bar. Right, just we kind of we kind of like shared verses. Oh, bad. Kind of like a you know. Yeah, I know. I the the song I think of when I think of like bar for bar raps is a uh, it's a Tyler song. Tyler and Kanye and Wayne are all on it. And that it, sounds fire. I'm, each I'm do, surprised I haven't heard it. They each do a verse, but at the end, like they're just all like trade and ver- like trade in line. Yeah, like sharing a verse, like yeah. bar, it's, bar. Yeah, I love bang. that. Yeah, but some people can kind of not do that. Like, they'll do it, and I won't like it. Mm-hmm. But most of the time, I love it. It's all about the flow, I think. Yeah, and voices. Definitely, because some voices just click. and Some yeah, voices shouldn't be clash. on the same track. Especially right. the same verse. <laughs> <laughs> on the same track, let alone the same verse. Right. <laughs> um. All right, so when you started recording and stuff, I I remember, were you recording in your basement? Yeah. Yeah. Now, were were you just recording vocally, or were you making beats then when you first started like recording? See, I made a beat on like a. It was either free or like twenty dollars software mm-hmm. in like sixth, seventh grade. When, as you know, I was like writing the cadence for the drum line and shit. So yeah. like, I was making beats Literally on real drums. Wrote the cadence for our like middle school band. So I was like <laughs> making beats on actual drums already. Mm-hmm. So when I hopped in that little software, I killed a couple beats like right. real quick. But I never used them. I never showed nobody. Like I lost that software within like a year. Like it wasn't a big deal to me. Like right. I didn't 
tell us. You're like, I was just messing around. Yeah. yeah. So then I like jumped in and like started recording myself on like a cheap mic, a cheap software. Mm-hmm. You know, just waiting to put that first little like five song burnt disc mixtape out, mixtape right. out that wasn't on the internet that you could only get like in the hallways. That's <laughs> good. <laughs> right. Like I was waiting to do that shit, but like, yeah, I had already made beats before all that, and I didn't really care or <laughs> like tell anyone. I didn't yeah, think I was it was just a big doing deal it for fun. Yeah, yeah I, was, I was on that super duper music looper ish, bro, and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> like and, that's what got everybody into like Logic Pro and all and like. um FL Studios and yep. just all that uh, uh, Garage Band. It was super duper music looper in elementary school. <laughs> Remember that computer game we played in like we, fifth grade? Super duper music like, looper. Was it a game or was it a software we could mess around with? Yes, it was like a software where you can mess around and make and make like songs. Uh, yeah, in computer in computer class. Yeah, yeah. I didn't yes. remember the name, but I remember how it looks on the screen. Yeah. It was like blue. Yeah, blue and purple, <laughs> and it's just everything's yeah. just big colors. Dude. But it literally looks. Hey, why was, was that back like then that. harder to work than like some of the hardest softwares I use now? <laughs> Bro, I don't know because like, I, I don't, do I don't, shit on that. but it was almost just like that. Like there was just, you yeah, just added a bunch of lines or instruments. Right. Like, as far as tracks, that part almost always looks somewhat alike. Yeah, no matter right. what software All the DAWs are basically set up the same. You guys yeah. are saying words yeah. at this point. What? DAWs? Digital audio workspace. I was with you. Yeah. He gets it. Yeah, cool. cool. <laughs> That's I, what Logic is. That's yeah, what I, don't, I use Studio One. Cool. Whatever. What do you use? I use Logic Pro. Yeah. That's <laughs> what Gabe everything. uses too. I, I record, I mix, I master, make beats. Mm. All on the same software. They all it do, even comes with AutoTune. They all do yeah, different things, but they're all generally the same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some might have more plugins or something. Yeah. yeah. And more even features. if not, you can buy the plugins. Exactly. Have, so. Whereas, like, you're combining software. Making music like nowadays. <laughs> right. Is, it's DLCs it's, and stuff like that. It's such a do it yourself thing now. Anybody can dive into right. it. Yeah. You know, Which I mean, is a blessing. Awesome. It's, yeah, it's, it's blessing. awesome. That is really awesome because, I mean, that makes things like this possible, obviously. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, we wouldn't be able to do that. We'd have to fucking. Go find somebody that really is in the business already. Someone we are in a friend of our studio right now that <laughs> Who is in it. the business, but, but you know, it, right, it like, all started with just like, oh, I'm gonna try this. Well, and actually, then, it really started with like just tape recordings, mm-hmm. yeah. So, <laughs> Maybe that's where we'd still be. We'd be sitting here with a set going, like, so what's it like? And I'd still <laughs> be going to someone else's basement, like I was when I was 16, paying him. Mm-hmm. to record every time yeah. <laughs> paying to record yeah, like that's... what <laughs> like yeah, i know so some artists still do that and i'm not shaming or disrespecting them but it's just like couldn't be me no yeah i got my sound to a point by myself for free where it's like i will never unless it's like coming What's... out my own budget yeah for an album like right unless that's you're, unless not you're my going money. to a, like a studio studio like... right like if i'm doing a like I'm gonna go deal, to, yeah. single deal Okay, I'll yeah. go to your studio. Right, like no, this is Which for mixing that's actually being sent to somebody. Like this is yeah. like, well, even I wonder if that even happens anymore. What if people send mixtapes to record companies or like labels and shit like that? It happens, but not in the same form. Not exactly, not in the same form because with like Jake said, it being this do-it-yourself age, there's people who know it's that age. And they will take on the role of getting your whatever you're sending to that label. Right. And some are real legit good people. And And then 95% of them are scammers (laughs) with an account saying, pay me this. 
and I'll send this to fucking Atlantic Records. Right. Yeah. I, 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 I get. I, I work. If you check my deals, bro, <laughs> so many people like I love your music. I'm like, oh yeah, I bet. What what's, what what was your favorite song? Uh, <laughs> a day later, the first song on the mixtape. <laughs> a day later, the first song listed. Yeah, like yeah, that one was fire, man. But I'm like, did you listen past it? Yeah. The thing with like labels now, though, like I back then still they get thousands and thousands of right. submissions a day and now with streaming services the way to go is to build your own following make your connections yeah. and yeah. eventually you'll be big enough to where someone's gonna know to catch it. their eye and yeah, that's exactly. exactly my answer for anyone mm. i think might actually really be connected to the label i'm like i ain't paying for no sit down i'm not paying for no interview right i'm not paying for you to listen to me you have my music you have my archive yeah, yeah. you have you are following me so when I'm popping enough that they want to sit me down, no charge is when they'll see me. Right, yeah. exactly. And I'm going to make sure I get there. And that's when Don't worry about that. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You're not gonna go I'm going to do it. my you're, part. You're going to yeah. let them get you. I'm going to make sure that's I get by. Right. Yeah. And that's exactly, I I talked about that with, um I don't remember if it was Jasper or uh, Hondo, but um Jasperino. But, <laughs> uh, that's Austin for you guys who don't remember. Um, But, that I was like getting to a getting to a place in your creativity or in your art where like we said that self-sufficiency where you don't you don't need anyone to help you like you don't need anyone but you except for you need them to want you yeah that and that's the sense. only need that we need from others really besides like a collaborative work it's like you want a record label you want an artist that took want to collaborate with you or like because i could say i'll put uh or or even if it's not an artist or record label you just need people right you just need people to listen i just want someone to want to hear me yeah exactly i mean i think that's just just that like it's a human thing yeah if you're recording anything a podcast or music if you're recording anything if you're talking if you're talking you want to be motivational speaker yeah yeah no i mean like just in conversation right if i'm walking down the street and i'm talking to someone (laughs) i want them to be listening to me because i want them to want to know what i'm saying i just tweeted about that it's the worst when someone asks you a question and before you're done answering they pop another question out. It's like, yo, Just you're listen. not even listening. Why exactly. are we talking? Plus, plus, you're asking a question about what I just said already. Yeah. Most like, likely. Yeah. Like, if, <laughs> like you weren't even listening to what I was saying, and that's why you're already asking this question that I talked about. And I'll be honest, I'm guilty of that sometimes. <laughs> I, I'm like, sometimes my brain is like zoning. But do you, you know? ever have that what delay? What? I don't know what kind of phenomenon this is, but where you someone's saying something. And like you weren't paying attention, you weren't yeah. listening, you were doing something else. And so they say something and you kind of hear that inflection like it was a question or something. And you go, what? And then they start to repeat it. But before they even get to repeat it or you only go, what? Oh, no. Oh, but I then you heard it. All. Yeah. But then yeah. Like, it, it, it's the time it like, your brain. Since, since you said what? That you're like you're just replaying the, yeah, it's like, that recording. Understanding just trickles yeah, in. Yes. It's just what? That is a replay real it? quick. Just <laughs> replay. What did they say? Voice analyze. That's true. That's that is exactly. definitely a phenomenon or something. Yeah. Sorry. And but I'm yeah. glad that you said that sometimes you do that and you're just zoning because I take it. I like overthink. Over t- I'm, I'm like, what's the point of this conversation? You have a despicable like, you know, <laughs> yeah. like 
you want to figure out yeah like, what you, are we getting at here you you have ulterior motives like that's right. how as soon as someone right. does that you i'm like automatically why are they jump talking to it's their character yeah like i'm like yeah <laughs> so i'm glad you like yeah. remind You're me like, people no, are people i get to people think like, like, you can relax yeah i get to think like how much of myself should i invest in this conversation right now like just enough or like should i go fucking balls deep in this conversation and then they go are you even listening you're like no sorry i was kind of listening but i was just trying to decide how much i should yeah, yeah. Like, everybody gets it when someone's <laughs> telling you a story that you truly don't care about but you like you're being nice nice and you're like yeah. it's my friend of course we're listening to the story <laughs> okay it listen happens. to a stupid story everybody. yeah i'll listen but you know it happens i know me and you talk a lot i know it happens we talk a lot <sighs> yeah yeah i, I, I feel that. it <laughs> all right I, I caught that that's my favorite but oh geez uh i don't even remember where we were uh, we were talking about oh collaborative works and things like that self sufficiency <clears throat> when you were making Needing your own people. beats yeah yeah and uh, paying to record which like so you where do you record your stuff now your the bedroom bro like mm-hmm. my studio is everywhere I live everywhere I live I have a studio but and it was really only not like that for very short periods of my life since I've been fifteen mm-hmm. and in those periods of my life I didn't feel like myself. I was very anxious. Right. So I was very antsy. I felt yeah, life wasn't right. Ooh, it's not good times. Yeah, that's so why I would rush to get out of those times as quick as possible. <laughs> Life's not right if I can't be recording when I want. And like the it's main time it happened too. was when the computer that used to be our home computer when I lived with my mother that old home computer crashed because of how much music I was making. <laughs> like, it just started overheating. Well, also think about all the illegal it. music that we put on yeah. all of our computers back in the day. Lime like, wire. Yeah. <laughs> it started overheating, so you would hear the fan as I pressed record. So I started throwing blankets over it to drown out the noise, which I'm sure you guys can imagine <laughs> added more heat. Overheating even more. So, yeah. Like, but it's as so a, loud. I need so to hear So as myself. a 15 and 16-year-old, you're like, yo. Fuck this computer. That's the thing. It's like this dinosaur. We jump into making music, like to make music. Then you don't realize like how much goes in. How much you got to learn about shit that you didn't want to learn about. Yeah, you got to figure it out. Yeah, you learn the hard way. Oh yeah, I learned the hard way with all that shit going. Right. Well, I I mean, even especially now with social media, as an artist, like we grew up on social media. We we are we are a unique generation now. Or and as to the, or in relation to the past in that we grew up basically on Facebook mm-hmm. on Twitter well not you but on Instagram uh so for us then to start a career after growing up on Facebook like no one has a filter that from the age of like Virginia William Hill America's number 1 sports book is now here And we have a special 2021 offer to help you bet on all your favorite sports risk-free. Download the William Hill Sportsbook app, and when you sign up, you can get started with a risk-free bet of up to $2,021. Use promo code RADIORF. Terms and conditions apply. 21 plus only. Gambling problem? Call, text, or chat our confidential and toll-free helpline at 1-888-532-3500. Let's make it interesting with William Hill Sportsbook. Good afternoon. Would you like to try a free sample of our double fudge brownie? Oh, sure. Mmm. That's very good. I'll just take one more, just to be sure. Yep, still very good. Some things never change, like never being able to take just one free sample. And Geico saving folks lots of money on their car insurance. Mmm, 
Is that macadamia nut I taste? Let me take one more. Sir, mm. yeah, I thought so. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. 11, 12 to at least like 17. So like every, as an artist, I know I, I'm not going to create a new Twitter because I have so much funny stuff, but also <laughs> so much stupid crap and like depressing crap from when I was just yeah, going through stuff. Me too. But like because because the archive <laughs> is so goes back so long on Facebook too, but because that archive goes back so long, like I'm just so afraid that if I ever did make it in anything, that like I would have to like ch- I'll change the name of my ads like. Hunter Miles comedy or whatever on yeah. Instagram and like Twitter, but they'll still go back to those tweets or like, right. man, in 2014, you were just a depressed piece <laughs> of shit. Yeah, right. <laughs> you think that someone's digging that deep. Right. Like, Fuck. Well, I mean, you never know, man. You never know. You don't. Right. Yeah. Or just like, there's and, a select few who might. The fact that it's possible. Well, yeah, I mean, is. like, we'll yeah, look yeah. at every. <laughs> yeah, that's the scary part. We'll look at every celebrity that ever said just some like throwaway, like stupid garbage One joke stupid tweet. Thing. Yeah, like six, well, that's, ten that's years like ago. That MGK and Eminem or... shit. Eminem hit back at him for shit MGK said years ago. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, it, like, with like, social why media now? and stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exactly. But, I mean, because now that person has a platform and you're kind of trying to... And you can... De- depending yeah. on it. Yeah. I mean, I think that was all a publicity thing for both of them, I think. That's I, my idea. But I think most beats in hip-hop in our generation are... Oh, yeah. Nowadays. I think behind the scenes, they're okay. Oh, yeah. I think well, I there's mean, no beef <laughs> behind the, the scenes. of beef, and it's not even real beef, really. God, yeah, I know these flies. Um, well, the king of beef in hip-hop today has got to be 50 Cent. I don't know yeah. if you guys keep up with mu- or yeah, um, the news at all, but every week at, there's at least one more person that owes 50 cent money. <laughs> Which is wow. Like, why are so many people working for 50 cent? What are they it's doing? It's not even working. It's like, it's him like, all right, man, I'll help you out. Like, lending them money. Oh. And then. Why is he letting that many people money? Come on. he's got it like that. Also, <laughs> he likes tracking niggas down. Yes, exactly. Bounty hunter. I think that's what he That's what he lives for. It's literally yeah. just like. All right. He, he does like being He wakes up seat. every day. He's like. All right. Who the fuck? He's got a check. Plus, if 50 Cent knocked on my door trying to get money, you can't tell me I'm going to be a little star. Yeah. Right. Like, but like, fuck. he doesn't even go knocking on doors. What he, he goes do? he to Instagram. Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> he goes to Instagram. He He'll pull up know. a person that just did an interview. Like, he like he has to have a, like a log of people that owe yeah. him money, and then he'll see someone do an interview or li- like hear it on something, and they'll just be like, he'd be like, wait, no, they owe me money, and so he goes, yep, let me uh just make a quick Instagram video. I'll show their their interview and be like, nah, you owe me money. And he does that for literally everyone. Yeah, <laughs> everyone that owes him money. He goes, let me make a Facebook video or an Instagram video. And they be ducking like, I'm surprised he hasn't gotten the money e- more easily. The fact that he's making it so public, like how are they? Right, but I mean, he does get the money. That's the thing because he does make it public. Yeah, it's just the fact that some people will go back and forth with him for a second, like yeah. all that please fofty shit. <laughs> but, but like, some people will go back and forth with him for a second, but in the end, Fiddy gets his money. Yeah, <laughs> money man gets the boards. So. What are you gonna do? <laughs> yeah, you that, can't, Fiddy that, can't be beat. <laughs> that latest artist, I don't even know his name. 
but I would follow 50. So I've been seeing right, things. Right, exactly. 50's posting a single cover like, you better walk this way with that money or something. <laughs> and he's like, he's making, like you said, full like minute posts denying it. Yeah. He's running exactly. with it to the they, grave. Like, But then what does he do? That same artist? He paid him? Paid him. Oh, Lord. He See, ain't post it, that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, he'll, he'll post like a... He'll post like an apology or something. Be like, okay, wait, no. I guess Fiddy did uh, put me on. He said, he he, he did. He, yeah, he was talking about like, well, Fiddy uh, did like sign me as an artist or whatever. And you know, when you get signed, you get a budget or something, blah, blah, blah. And that's basically all he was saying. Right. I've heard that right. sentence a lot of times. <laughs> yeah, you get a budget. <laughs> I didn't know I had to pay anything back. <laughs> but like, oh, so now that, but like, it was when his. Everything like went out when he dropped something that like hit the charts or whatever. That's when he was like, "Yeah, Fitty wants his money." And then he's he's mad like, "In my time of thriving, why do you wait till now to call for your money back?" It's like Cause, nigga, that's when I know you you're not it. broke. Exactly. <laughs> it's like that's when I know you could pay me back. I wasn't and be you, okay. I wasn't hitting you up when you were broke asking for it because yeah. I knew you couldn't. Why would I try right. to hurt you like that? When I you're just gave. To come I just lended you money. I'm not gonna expect you to have it back exactly until like, you do drop your album. Like, right. come on, I made lunch like, money to make the album. That's, that's so stupid. Why you gotta wait till I got <laughs> money to ask for money? I <laughs> uh, wasn't gonna ask for my money when you were broke because you didn't have it. What stupid logic right. is that? And if I did ask when you were broke, you would have said, "Why are you asking when I don't <laughs> got it?" You would have been complaining. Like, nigga, you know I ain't got no so money. So you just a complainer. <laughs> <laughs> you just want something to complain about. That's it. <laughs> Oh my gosh! All right, yeah, please, Fafty, um, <laughs> Fafty, please. I don't know what that's my favorite thing that's come of. I haven't even heard the actual person say it. I mean, oh, uh, that was in a text. Oh, okay. It was, that's why it was Fafty. I want to hear their he, voice because he missed he misspelled it in oh. a text and didn't like do autocorrect or anything. See, I'm he like just sent it. I'm like what Fafty? What accent is that? I'm like, where did they well, come from? Uh, <laughs> Fafty. I couldn't even tell you, Fofty. <laughs> all right. Anyway, yeah, fuck all that. Um, so when you started, um, yeah, when you started listening to like the R and B or R and B, like the hip hop and stuff on WSNX, and, and uh, just crap like that, who were you? What artists were you listening to? And I know usually people kind of have like a a lyrical influence and like also a um, like a beats kind of influence, like a producing influence. So, uh, just tell me a little bit about that. Uh, so, for up. a straight up answer, if we're talking the radio, if we're talking SNX, like right. those people I was listening to were not my influences for when I started creating because right. I wasn't thinking about creating yet. Mm-hmm. I was just a fan. Yeah, and I wasn't even a super fan yet. I was listening to the top five, (laughs) just the top five. I didn't have like a favorite artist yet. I was just getting into it. Mm -hmm. So back then it was like Ludacris was always in the top five. Mm -hmm. Um, Who else? It was Ludacris, like a couple joints and like all them, all them R&B artists who came and went like the Jeremiah's and the Jordan Sparks, like, you know, they, they, you know, like they did big things like big songs, but they, yeah. You don't hear about them in this day and age. And, yeah. They were always in the top five. Maybe some Justin Timberlake on a Timberland beat, you know. Yeah. Which was so funny, too, just that in Timberlake and Timberland. Yeah. And how, how long they went, how far they went together. Yeah. How, much, how many records. Yeah, how just how many, yeah, how much uh, collaborative work they did. Yeah. 
surprise do they have an album i don't know a full album i'm not sure they should if they don't right <laughs> i mean i don't even know what Tim it was does written anymore i know he's still cooking but i think he's got his hands on a lot of other endeavors and businesses right. than like jeremiah more. jeremiah's still making music obviously, yeah he's going like, through like label bullshit i think but like he did that that song uh we you know that yeah song? yeah uh, that's one of my favorites i always request that parrots but um that's a good song for the bar for sure yeah oh yeah for the dance floor yeah for sure. close to the end of the night Definitely. little tipsy yeah but that yeah that's my ish but um and he he did a he did a christmas album with chance the rapper too jeremiah really mm-hmm. uh, i think it was like 2015 i'm not sure it was a couple of years ago maybe hmm. 2017 i'm sure that's fire yeah so then if the radio wasn't your influence. <laughs> yeah, once I got past the pop culture of, like the initial. of music. Because, mm. like, you know, SNX, like I said, there was some Justin Timberlake in there. It wasn't all hip-hop. Right. Once I got into what I became a super fan of, that was, like, it was Lupe Fiasco's. Okay. It was um, T.I. Who? Ti, he was probably my first favorite the artist. Bangers, but like especially around like sixth, seventh grade, sixth grade especially, whatever you like. Bro. I think that's about when that dropped. Yeah. Was were you a big T Pain fan too? T Pain, bro. You, yeah, T Pain. He used to get down to buy you a drink and <laughs> crap like that. Just Hell yeah, in the bro. Room. Fucking little dance competitions at the remix. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Without auto tune? Oh, I've heard him without auto tune. Yeah, it's it's great. It's amazing. Yeah, it's like out of this world. Like you don't need auto tune. I just gotta laugh about the remixes, the remixes real yeah. quick. I just yeah. remembered inside oh joke. Yeah, Zach, you're actually the most like I've performed with you probably the most of anyone <laughs> besides Call Me because it's only twice. If we call this performing, well, <laughs> we performed at Remix. We did literally the uh, um. A crank that soldier boy and we didn't even get to the good part of the song that we had actually like choreographed something that wasn't just the normal right we would do like go long enough we were like we oh. would do like the snap dance and then have like a back and forth for, for like, at like, our own little freestyle right and anyways <laughs> they cut you off before the freestyle like <laughs> so dumb you but i mean me. we were dumb too <laughs> yeah the whole damn near was... won the shit off just a snap <laughs> yes that's how awful it was it's literally a popularity contest. Anyways, yeah. uh, so we did that in like middle school, and we also did the we when we tried out for the um talent show in middle school. Me, you, and Tristan. Everybody was kung fu fighting. Hiya. We were dancing. We were kind of dancing. It was more <laughs> or fighting. I don't even remember. Was, I'd say if anything, it was an interpretive dance. <laughs> I, but it was an, it was a performance. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Oh so man! You're one of my big, you're one of my longest performing partners. Yeah, man, we've been artsy for a while, <laughs> for quite a while. Wait, were you guys in Miss Landis's dance class too? Mm-hmm. I wasn't because I was we drummer boy. I was Nick Cannon. Yeah, I okay. said <laughs> I was Nick Cannon with the beats. I say I remember doing dance class with Austin Kamer, and I think Tucker was in there. I remember, mm-hmm. honestly. A couple of my friends were in band because I had you and like a couple others. But I remember I thought all the cool kids were in that. I was like, right. man, I'm about to quit band any day. Watch this. <laughs> right. I'm about to be over there in that class. Yeah. <laughs> man, if I knew someone thought I was cool back then. <laughs> <laughs> my head would have been I high. wouldn't go that far. 
No, but I remember thinking that was like the cool thing to do. Like, I right. wish I was in that. It class. was fun. They Everyone like they was obsessed fun. with the Jabberwockies. Well, I mean, yeah. to do that kind yeah. of thing. So you guys too. did dance. You guys did. Um... We did an improv thing where wow. Austin Kamer told uh, Miss Landis, I don't know if this went over her head or what, but we had to do this improv thing. We're like, okay, you go up front, you start pantomiming. Tell us something to pantomime, and the class will do it. And Kamer goes, brushing the back of your tongue with your toothbrush. So everyone in the class is going like, ah. And Miss Landis is just looking around like, okay, everyone's really good at it. <laughs> it so fucking I'm fun. pretty sure I heard about that. Yeah. <laughs> During those I'm times sure too, at yeah. lunch or something. Middle school. <laughs> like, he's but a you legend. You also had the, um, you guys took guitar lessons, Guitar too. class from Linda Douche. Yeah. Fucking Linda oh, sorry, Creeper. If, sorry if you're listening, Linderman. Also, yeah, <laughs> me and you and Blake got pulled out of Linderman's class. Do you remember that when we had to sit in the hall for the mouse pad thing with Tony LaDuca? It's all a blur because I got in so much fucking trouble in middle school. <laughs> like, it was, the list goes on and on, so it's all a blur, bro. Right. Well... Me, you, and Blake got pulled out of computers class because... And we weren't even bad kids. That's the no, part. No, exactly. I got suspended three times in sixth grade. I was not a bad kid. <laughs> we had to try drugs yet. We weren't right. vandalizing yeah, yet. Yeah, no, I was not a bad kid at we all. We were getting in trouble for the funny the bullshit. <laughs> yeah. But I think we had taken apart... Or we were like Blake. It was Blake. Who <laughs> was picking apart like the mouse pad. And like throwing it at Tony LaDuca and Keith Hammer. Just and they'll, they'll find a way to get you. Right. And Blake was just so annoying. <laughs> and then um and then Linderman was like, What's going on? We need to find out who did this or whatever. And so he had everyone message him on the computers to be like, Who was causing the disruption or whatever while I was out of the room? What a nerd. Yeah, I know. And and <laughs> I think I for some reason, I was convinced that no one had said any of our names. Because <laughs> you're young. I don't, I don't know if that was true or not, or if I was just like, nobody say shit. <laughs> someone was like, oh, yeah, no one said anything. <laughs> and But he when he pulled us out in the hall, I was like, we didn't do anything. And he was like, they all said that it was you three. I was like, they didn't say anything. <laughs> I don't know where you're getting. I was like, literally, no one even messaged. That you. is so you. Like, try to tell someone what they know. <laughs> no, 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 adult uh, in of, of authority. Yeah, no, they didn't. in sixth grade. Uh, at the you're same out time, of here. You gotta be tripping. <laughs> you just left you, a bunch of twelve year olds in a I'm telling you. Right. I'm telling you. You're wrong. You're tripping. Nah, Linda Creeper. You're tripping. <laughs> It's our word against yours, creep. Anyway. But I mean, with him being the creep he was, maybe that's why you thought you had some yeah. some weight in that I, argument. I, I, I had leverage. I was like, yeah. no, I'm a better human being than you. And like, I watch me finesse this shit. <laughs> I'm watch a better me flex my humanity. Finesse this. Um, so Lupe, uh, T.I., dang, I kick push used to be my friggin' jam. Man, the cool Lupe. food and liquor, both those albums. <laughs> mm-hmm. Did a lot for my for my adolescence from sixth to eighth grade. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of who else. Um, it's weird to say because now, I list if I were to listen to that music, I would be almost giving myself like, n- no disrespect, just like a headache because it's not challenging my brain mm. or, or like sounding like it challenged his brain to create it. Right. 
But in sixth to seventh grade, I, there was some Soldier Boy on my playlist for yeah. sure. Like he did his thing in that age. I'd say there was like two or three songs. Yeah, because they were just because they were so catchy, such catchy bangers. Yeah, like 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 we said, we were probably dancing to them more than right. like then I amazed like, by this rapping. Was the music. Yeah, we weren't like, oh, he killed that verse. Like, we never oh, said man, that did about. You hear that? We never no said that, ever... but we were definitely dancing our asses off. Yeah, to that, it was man. something that no one ever said to Lil B or Soldier Boy. <laughs> Dang, did you hear that? <laughs> Throw some bees. Did on you that catch bit. that? <laughs> did you catch that? Did you hear what he said though? Let me rewind it back for but, you. <laughs> but did you but do you get it? That's no one at, no one ever heard No. No one ever heard Soldier Boy a little bit and said, Did you get it? It's so funny that dancing was the thing too. Like everyone was learning yeah. crank that. Everyone was learning uh mm. you're a jerk. Everyone was learning mm. stanky leg. Like, right, right. Like in those days, if you could get someone to dance to your record, oh, you got you it. You got a hit. Yeah. You got it. And that's Cupid why a lot Shuffle. of them had like one hit. Cupid and it Shuffle. Was a big dance song. You're a freaking millionaire. Cupid, Cupid sh- right. Cupid <laughs> Shuffle was basically just a remake of the Cha Cha Slide. Yeah. <laughs> like, which one came first? I forget. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> but no, I know I know Cha Cha Slide did because the Cha Cha Slide that we would all listen to was Cha Cha Slide Part 2. Right. Right. <laughs> which makes no sense. Because you know, you're, you know you hear it in the song. Now, this is something new. The Casper Slide. Or what? It's the Casper slide. Yeah. Is that what it is? The cha-cha slide? Yeah. Now, this is something new. The Casper slide part two featuring the platinum band. And this time, we gonna get funky. funky. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, everyone knows that. Right. Joe Budden was just touching on that. Like, recently in his podcast, he was talking about, like, man, whatever happened to that era where, like, the remix became the original. Like, <laughs> yeah. The remix to Ignition? Yeah. 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 I don't know what's the actual ignition. <laughs> Our generation will never know. My mom might have heard it once. <laughs> Maybe. But that used to be Maybe. yeah, like I said, my mom me and my mom's jam. Like if that's when I think of when I think of like my mom and hip hop, I think of that. Yeah. Like, cause I would always I was always singing that song driving that like driving with her in the car. I remember like, laying her hands to my fro and I would just do this every time <laughs> when I had my hair. I remember in my high school, and I didn't go to college, but I lived through college, college years, <laughs> like the after party, that was huge. I would always turn that on at the after party, mm-hmm. and ironically, it talks about the after party in the song, but like right. that was just a after good vibe. The party is the after party. It was a good yeah. vibe. Like you're getting loose, but like you're winding down. You're not like jumping. Right. Yeah, but it's still boppy. But you're still. Like, I mean, getting I, loose. I, they will. I mean, even. Like after all of this R. Kelly stuff came out and all that stuff, like there's people obviously boycotting his music and things like that. I cannot not like jam to that song remix to ignition when yeah. it comes on, and yeah. like uh, step in the name of love. It's just forever a classic, and yeah. like the same thing with Michael Jackson. Like just people who are surrounded by that aura of negativity because of sexual assault yeah i fucking love michael jackson oh i thought music, you were gonna say so. sexual assault I was no like, Whoa, brother <laughs> no michael jackson's Not that music, podcast. <laughs> is just iconic like i love yeah. it yeah right yeah i, I definitely, I definitely say i can and will bump michael jackson more frequently and longer than r kelly after both of their yeah slip-ups yeah yeah but yeah. I won't say that I'm boycotting R. Kelly. Right. I mean, I, I go I back and forth with him. him. I don't support him as a person. Yeah, yeah. I look at him very differently. And it doesn't but really I go matter. back and forth with the music. Right. Part. I go yeah. back and forth. Yeah. And if you separate you gotta look the, at the art, art from the, from the artist. Yeah. Like, it's... Right. Because if you go in, if you look up like what a 
there's this thing called like a genius and like a theory behind it. Mm-hmm. Genius as a noun and not adjective. Right. A thing. Yeah. Like a a spirit or that gives like, artists their lyrics. Right. Or inspiration. There's, yeah. There's and there's it like, flows into you like wind, like a breeze. Yeah. Genius as like a happening or as like an event. Yeah. Not a not a person, but like as an event. Yeah. If you believe That's in that, true. which I believe in, hardcore. Cause mm-hmm. I feel it, <laughs> right? Like I, there is definitely more times where I'm, where I definitely more creatively intelligent or creatively geared, motivated, anything, just where I, where I possess creative genius, like create creatively, and then you almost give yourself the chills a little bit, like yeah. Does it, does yeah, it ever feel that like like where I just where you like I'm I just came up with this amazing premise. And I have to write it down right now, but it, it's amazing to me that I've yeah. never heard anyone talk about it. You're like, literally, it's literally overwhelming yourself. So you yeah. have to write it and down it literally gives me the or chills. else you'll lose it. Right. That's what tells me it wasn't always mine. Right. But, but yeah, I see. I see. Yeah. Because how fast come it comes to you, me. how yeah. fast it comes to me is how fast I can lose it unless I write it down. And that's those times where like, I'll write a whole verse without stopping, without right. looking up. And I'm like, whoa because other yeah. times i'll sit in the studio and it'll take me a good 15 yeah. 20 i've had this and i know i know you have this yeah um where i've just had a day where i've set the whole day to work on like music or something right yeah and then like I've... you it started a blank page and then like you'll be in it and you'll just be like whoa and then at some point like near the end of the day or whatever you snap out of it it's like you blacked out to that and you look back at everything you did throughout the day or hours or whatever and you're like holy fuck did how I did this? i get here yeah, yeah. How did i, I don't even remember this? like what just happened like, and when right. you take it all in and like appreciate what you just did i think that's like one of my happiest the moods it's like when you're, when as you're a creator able to appreciate your own work yeah. yeah and you no one's heard it but you exactly before and you don't before, care but yeah. no one's gonna be harder on it than you either. yeah right. the thing. and, and, and no that's one's why likes when it you're ha- no one appreciates it as much as you right. once yeah. you perfect it exactly because you that's know one of my happiest at its best point yeah that's one of my happiest moments through my day or even life you could say yeah I, aside from being a father now right yes all right let's get into that look at you <laughs> something i can't relate on <laughs> yeah sorry this is a dad talk you might want to excuse yourself no, no. Cool. i didn't even mean to segue yeah, like that no, I definitely, <laughs> no we should talk about it. it's a huge it's a part of you yeah dude yeah, yeah i'll just plus, talk about my happiest so, moments right well i mean so you're obviously you're rec- you are pursuing your musical career um more than ever well i mean like you start at 15 16 years old and until now i was to present um you're still pursuing obviously um when did you let's start with some name changes what did you come in the game started as what did we call you z hizzle that's right i thought it was just hizzle no and was then it? you dropped the Z. Yeah, I dropped the Z. <laughs> Ooh, kill him. <laughs> one of the three of them. Right. Three of them. One of the right. Three Z's. And I'm from Z land. Right. It's mine. What's good? <laughs> he said this I Z, own it. This Z. I, he said this Z land. I'm Z Hizzle. And bro, from what I hear, time. I acted like that. I don't <laughs> even. I thought I was a decent dude. I talked to some people and they were like, "You were a bully. You <laughs> were. You were with the cool kids. You're you didn't talk to me." I'm like, damn, like I, I didn't see, mean to. I think here's the thing there. We because I know you're a quiet person, too. But I mean, like you're you're goofy and you're and, and maybe some people next to me were that. Right. So when I was quiet and didn't stand exactly. up against it, they're like, you're that. too. Exactly. Or just <laughs> even like 
Or like, oh, I'll I'll talk to people now because I was one of the most social people. For sure. Yeah. You still are. Yeah. Man, like, I when, can't I, go when I became friends with this dude, I was like, why does everyone know that's you? That's what I still say. Like, I, I was I can't like, more than my stepdad. Everyone knows like, oh, your yeah, ass. Yeah, so great aunt. <laughs> my stepdad's peoples know you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. How the fuck? I don't, I don't know. know. I got connections. Right, man. But Shit. it's like when you were born, everybody got a fucking letter in the mail. Like, know this guy. Know this he's guy. He's going to You got to do. You got to be something with all that connections. I mean, I mean, that's why they called me Facebook in high school. But so I was always social in high school, super social. But I'll. I'll still have people who like I'll talk to from <laughs> school or something, and they'll be like, "I thought you hated me in school." I was like, "Yeah, what? why?" Like, because I didn't re- like if I hated you in school, you you knew it, and you know it today. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, I hold a grudge, all right. But <laughs> and one of you I served tried. me at Panera Bread a couple years ago, and I still remember that you probably work there still. And we got a podcast, so we can talk shit. Yeah, but I won't put your name out there, even though I already mentioned you. But anyways, so I'll let people. that go, my nigga. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Gotta let that go. All right. Anyways, man. Um, <laughs> anyways, so even as social as I was, there'll be, be people who like, I thought you hated me. I was like, why? Like, because you never talked to me or you never said hi to me. I was like, what? Some some mornings I didn't talk to my mom too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like sometimes I didn't talk to nobody. Yeah, you just, sometimes you just gotta stay away from me yeah, in the morning. There's, I mean, there's just, I think because I maybe this is just a burden on myself because I'm and I maybe I set myself up for it, but because I'm usually so outgoing, so usually bubbly or mm-hmm. just like really social when I'm when I'm going through something or when I'm just quiet, like when I'm going through something, people can tell. But when I'm just quiet and just like kind of just being uh, in your thoughts. Maybe. Yeah. Just but like content or, or aware. Yeah. And content. Yeah. Right. But people always mistake that for there's something wrong with you. And I'm like, what? No, nothing's yeah, wrong. I've been sad or angry. You're acting different. They haven't seen yet. And they haven't gotten to know it, you know. Right. Yeah. 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 They're like, no, jump you're, to conclusions. you're upset. Sure. Like, no, I'm literally fine. Yeah. You're upsetting me now. Yeah, like don't ask a third time. Don't do it. If you ask me again, we're gonna let's have new conversation now, or none. You're you're lucky you're female, cause else it'd be hands right now. I don't talk. I don't do. I ain't with this talk. Yeah, a firm shove. And what you gonna do? (laughs) I don't care what you want. Anyways, bow, bow, bow. So we go from Z Hizzle to Hizzle. Did you ever stop at his, or did you just blizz? No, no. On the books, <laughs> on the mixtape covers, it was never his. Mm-hmm. But people started calling me. Everybody his. calls you his. I never asked for it. I didn't come up with his. I don't even know. I, I mean, I can still refer to you if I'm talking about you, like in conversation. I'd be like, yeah, yeah his, and everyone would know who I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah. So his part. was like a. It was like a street thing. Like I think it was just my personality. Yeah. Yeah, and just and short yeah, for yeah, his. Yeah, yeah, his. And just short for Hizzle. Right. But like, yeah, like if I was getting announced for a show, it was it never got to his or nothing like right. that. But yeah, I had to kind of, as it became his and I was like getting more popping because I was like mm. free. And like, that's the thing. And during those times, my freestyles <laughs> were like <laughs> legendary. Yeah. It, it was the Hizzle, like people knew Hizzle's me was, at the party for freestyle. Was it your name Hizzle Freestyle or something no, like that? No, no. Anything? 
Mm. No. What am I thinking of then? Anyways, continue. <laughs> but like, yeah, like people wouldn't even know that I really recorded songs, but they right. would have heard me freestyle at a party. Yeah, oh, definitely. More people than not, probably. Mm-hmm. So that, and then they, everyone would call me his. So while while that was all simultaneously happening, that's when I kind of like, I hit like, I don't know what it was, 18 or something. And I like, yeah, probably around, yeah, because I was still hizzle for a while right. when I made that decision to go to Holland High for my senior year. Mm-hmm. I was going to say And I think it was towards the end of the school year, finding myself a little more. And like... To show you how easy it is to file a claim with GEICO, we hired fitness celebrity Billy Blanks. Okay, everybody, our car just got a broken windshield. How about we blow off some steam? Now punch, now kick. Uh, Mr. Blanks, there's no need to be stressed. GEICO makes it easy to file a claim online, on the app, or over the phone. Yeah, but what if I never hear back? That's going to make me want to go jab and jab. Uh, nope. Your GEICO claims team is always there for you. Okay, do I still get my post-workout protein shake? Sure, Billy. GEICO, great service without all the drama. Me, 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 but also you. <laughs> the Pharaoh fast-forwards his favorite foreign film. Powder donut. <clears throat> Okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. Oh, man. That's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry. I'm going to need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus. The Bulbous Walrus. The Name Your Price tool. Only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Yeah. Not also also not knowing what else to call myself. Right. You're like, I, like, ran, I, don't, I ran out of names yeah. at this point. And Zach just doesn't sound. And I was like, it can't be my government in case I get too famous. Like, right. Then, I, I'm yeah, a, I'm a want, places, I'm a want my family to call me Zach and not the rest of the world, you know? Right. Oh, yeah, because it, then that creates like a separation, a distinction of family and fan. Yeah. So by default all i could think of was my other name it was caleb hill because his was kind of hill right so i was like caleb hill and i'll throw a y between the a and the l so i don't look like every other white caleb right (laughs) now it looks now not as now it looks like it could go up in lights that name could be somewhere yeah i I, I like the spelling too i almost thought it was the actual spelling of your middle name a lot of people do like when i get a job they think it is yeah (laughs) until they see my social but um, <laughs> until they see my id uh, <laughs> but what was i gonna say and it's crazy because now i like the name caleb when i thought of it it was like going out on a limb i was like this is the lamest name like here yeah, i go like, yeah, <laughs> tossing it off into the world here goes nothing right. i'm gonna Every, lose everything everyone knows me as this <laughs> yeah like yeah, when it's, i i did not like it i did not like it oh yeah it's definitely it. i think it's good but like i don't know how long i've had it now if that was 18, I'm 23, five yeah, years. Yeah, I was going to say. Wow. Uh, I remember now, seeing now I like, the, yeah. I remember like seeing on social media the change. Yeah. To Caleb Hill. And I was like, oh, okay, Caleb Hill music. Like, because that on uh, Twitter, I think is probably where I first saw it. Yeah. It was Caleb Hill. But. Twitter's my favorite of all the handles. Mm-hmm. That's I, the one I never got into. Yeah, I was just going to say. I never wanted a Twitter for some reason. It's because you never go, you never just checked it out. I'm like just getting my Snapchat and Instagram like activeness back. Right. Yeah. I kind of lost my like attention on those, but Twitter, I stayed like consistent. I was most active on Instagram, like besides now with my podcast, I was most active on Instagram in high school. When I was yeah. always on an iPad, yeah, that, that was a big yeah, one. the iPads, bro. I love Instagram. And doing like it's women so can, 
Woman Candy boom. Wednesdays of just like, like very straightforward ugly pictures of my f- female friends doing Woman Candy Wednesdays of those. Oh was, yeah, I did, like Woman we did Candy Shelby Wednesday. all the time. We did Shelby every Wednesday. Yeah, and we always had cause for a while. Every, and there would be like two or three accounts that did her too. Me and her just ended like on accident. It was almost a thousand day snap streak. Jeez, like almost like three years worth of snapping <laughs> straight. Nice. Yeah, one day phone was out of her phone was like out of service or something and things weren't sending so it ruined her streak (laughs) big deal yeah i was bummed (laughs) (laughs) kind of sad that like ruined my day it was such a big deal for the day i was like this is so stupid why am i so upset about this (laughs) it's going for those four digits three years down the drain (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna say this on air hopefully hoping it humbly reaches her (laughs) i got a not so bright pass with shelby but I think like she's a really, really, really dope, genuine, and beautiful person inside and out. Like mm. she's gorgeous looking, and she's really cool. I always thought she was mad cool. Mm. I was just in a heartbroken, depressed, no hope for the world state. Mm-hmm. It did something very wrong to her. But just know, Shelby, if you ever listen, I'm gonna <laughs> pay you, you back. <laughs> I could pay you back like next week if you want. But like <laughs> when I'm on, on, I'll pay you back for real, for real. If you're open to that. <laughs> and you know what? Because you did not deserve that. I had nothing mm-hmm. against you. It was it was me. <laughs> oh, Amen. It wasn't me. It wasn't oh. you. It was me. Not in a relationship no, I way. I like, know. Okay. We're having some breakthroughs here. Well, I mean. Yeah, I, man. It's good to own up to your wrongs, especially no, really when you is. believe yourself that you're not right. that same person. When you're like, whoa. Yeah. Like, that when was fucked up. Back, <laughs> like, I can't believe I did that. When mm-hmm. you can look back at yourself. Yeah. And I, I, like, since I got clean i've i've and like had a kid that's what's really made me look back at my life and be like jesus <laughs> it's it's hard sometimes to like yeah, look at yourself years. and right. realize like to actually look and reflect on everything you did wrong yeah like it's things like yeah that that's like, one thing though but sucks. then to reach out and try to make those yeah. wrongs right yeah it's a whole nother that's ball a big game. deal and that's something i've been trying to do uh like quietly in my life because i mean in in the bible it says you should never let your left hand know what your right hand's doing like don't don't do things for public knowledge yeah don't make these public apologies for personal gain uh because it's about righting the wrong right and and i've reached out to a lot of people that i've stolen from because i mean in drug use that's basically one of the biggest things is i stole money from so many people and just random shit from a lot of people um but almost to the t i've Everyone that I stole money from, I've contacted uh, and offered to pay back um, so far. So if I, hey, if I stole from you and you hear this and I haven't reached out to you, <laughs> reach out to me. But hey, don't make, don't blow my, look, don't make my shit hot. You ain't got to make it public, but you got, you got <laughs> yeah. people Just coming out the cracks. Me. I, Remember that time me. I bought you that taco? All right, chill. Remember, <laughs> hey, you stole me a beer from that pool game, don't I you? I bought you that beer, dude. Oh, you did. And didn't I you? gave you one for your birthday that you didn't drink. You yeah. gave back to me. You gave for me mine. a Kirkland. No, it wasn't. Shut the yeah, fuck it up. Was. it was. a Kirkland oh, estate. I know what was it? It was a. Uh, it wasn't even that bad of a beer. You just it was like, one I never it heard was of. Milwaukee's best. Oh, that one. Yeah, which is not bad at all. I don't know. But anyways, yeah, you did pay me that though. Yeah, that was like. Yeah, a year ago, I beat him in a shit. pool game. Whatever, dude. It was great. Anyways, but <laughs> there are yeah, there's a lot of things in your life that'll make you like be able to turn around now and look at like who you were growing up, just even who I was like two or three years ago, 
Yeah. Like it and just how far I've come. And, you know, one of the biggest things that, you know, gave me the ability to kind of turn around and look at that was my son. Yeah. And so I kind of want to talk to you about your kid and the the toils of fatherhood now. <laughs> um, so what, what is your kid's name? His name is Elisha. Elisha Love. And his last name is Seaborn currently. And um, that was out of my hands. I wasn't, you know, notified it. Right. Notified it. <laughs> notified that that was going to be the case. You know, mm-hmm. I would have, you know, at least made my argument or like tried to ask. Right. Could have my name. But I kind of walked in and it was his name. Type right. Deal, so. Yeah. No, I went I w- yeah. I've gone, I went through the same thing. I mean, I didn't find out I had a son until he was three months old. That's, by yeah, that time nuts. he had he had already had he had obviously been named yeah <laughs> he had been named and the uh suspected father the previously suspected father <laughs> had his like signed the his last name yeah. Yeah. yeah and so that yeah that all got had to get changed and stuff but yeah i mean and and even now his last name's hyphenated yeah so which i'm i could settle for that I, right cool. and i mean sometimes i mean and maybe one day, you know, he'll drop it. That's he'll decide to change. And that's something. why I was like, you know, you can put mine at the end because <laughs> he'll get tired of writing that whole long part and just want to just go with the short last part. And I feel like no matter what two names they are, it sounds better of the long ones first. Yeah, I think like, so. Definitely. Instead of. Bye. Ba 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 ba. Yeah. Yeah. It just flows. It just clicks. Right. It's like, it's like, like it's, instead yeah, of like uh, Schmidt Hammerstein, it'd be like Hammerstein Schmidt. I got a thing for Jews, all right? I don't know what to say. <laughs> you got a thing for, for Jews. Jews. <laughs> yeah. The culture, man. The names. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> what? Not the females. I mean, but also. What? Sarah Silverman can get it. You trying what? to be an elite? You, the Jew culture? No, Jew. I wish, dude. They know how to work this business. That's for dang sure. Yeah, I mean, they also the don't believe business. in connections. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, the music, the music business, the music industry, the just the entertainment industry as a whole is run by Jews. All right, let's get off this. More than that is run by conversation. <laughs> well, yeah. Anyway, but sure, a lot of industries. Anyways, <laughs> um, so Elisha, a biblical biblical name. Yeah. Um, Elisha, one of the two men that did not have to die to go to heaven. Correct. Taken up. Um, I know. I know someone. I just met another baby, like a six-month-old, named Elisha on the other side of the state. So that's nuts. For and he's like, a, and he's around five months right now. So oh, that's crazy. Ironic. Yeah. But I had a bully in kindergarten named Elijah. Oof. These are two different names, Jake. Elijah? Yeah, Elijah. Yeah. Which what's yours? Elisha. Elisha. You had it right. Oh, S-H. Yeah. yeah. Mind. Unrelated. Continue. Well, you, well, you know how. <laughs> but it's okay how, because people think everyone, I say J. Yeah. People tell me I said J, and I'm like, no, I didn't. No. <laughs> nah. <laughs> Don't yeah. play me with my and son. I think, I think if yeah, right, that's my son's name. Don't um, play me. <laughs> like, just cause I smoke. Yeah. <laughs> how do you spell it? E L I S. H A. Okay. Yeah. So like Elijah, but instead of the J, it's an S H. Okay. Okay. Easy. I mean, if you basically, if you have any, if you have biblical knowledge, you'll you're able to tell the difference if you hear it because with no the pronunciation. One, yeah, no one outside of like 
that community has ever even heard that name Elisha. So you would just be like, oh, you're just saying a made up word. Right. Or you mean Elijah. Right. Mm-hmm. right. So when my baby mama thought of it, I was like, yeah, that's kind of dope to bring mm-hmm. it back. Yeah. But bring it back. <laughs> and you know what? You guys weren't the only ones because, like I said, there's another one on the opposite side of the state with like around the same age, too. Just stay on your side, homie. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> it's my son's. This town ain't big enough for the two. I joke. No, I'm dirty, Dan. <laughs> but um. No, but it's it's ironic that that is the biblical character because he fits it, man. He's such an angel. Amen. As much as he could be for his age, like, right? Oof. He's dude, perfect. It, it gets it gets nuts. It gets crazier. Believe me, but. How how are you enjoying it now? I I love it. I see him three times a week. Mm. One one time of the week is you know for multiple hours, like a a bonding day. Right. And it's just like he's different every time I see him. Right. Probably not to my baby mama like day by day. You're right. But every few but, days, mm-hmm. it's enough. Like I you're like whoa. Yeah. <laughs> he's different. Thing. Every time I see him, in a good way. And yeah, he's he's just more receptive every time, and mm. he wants to play with toys and do stuff like that more every right. time. Yeah, I'm about just to growing nonstop. Yeah, on on my long periods with him, I'm about to start reading to him more because he's just more receptive now. Right. You know, like yeah, yeah, it's like, so exciting. I can't wait to see him get to that like nine month year stage. You know, be all talkative. Yeah, when he, start, when he starts getting up and yeah, like, active, mobile, oh. chatty. Even if it's just baby talk, ooh, yeah. I love it. Can't wait. Yeah, hands full. That's what I'm saying though. It's it's a it's a hard job, and like when I was when I was seeing my son like around that like same amount of time or maybe like every other weekend or whatever. Yeah, I would have him. Um, but it it would for a while it was just like for like a couple hours during the day. Uh, yeah, like you said, every time you see him, something's new. It's just something he's growing. He's doing something new. He's doing something different. He's smarter in mm-hmm. some way, and it's just progressively right. And now, um, and it was even crazier when I was like in Teen Challenge, and I was only seeing him every other week. Every yeah. other weekend, I would see him for two hours. That's every tough. time, yeah, it's tough on you. That's right. that's like the slept on thing about being a single dad, like, right? No it's matter right. how much you try to do right, and yeah, that time not with your kids, yeah, it will get to you. Yeah, at definitely. one point, and like he's like at that time, like he's being able, he's like throwing a ball up in the air and catching it by himself, and I'm like, what? what? The actual like, like yeah, when? Like, how? Like, Where when did you start this? Who taught you? It was just like him throwing to himself. Yeah, but like just like that That's little stuff. That's when you're hit when you was yours, your kid. Exactly because like I made that thing that's walking around and doing yeah. stuff. <laughs> <laughs> like you see me how I do stuff. I made a thing that also does stuff. And my mom said when I was your age, I looked like that. <laughs> my mom said I used to look like that one. That's because that one's mine. Like, <laughs> like you act how I acted as a baby. Yeah. Dude. If you didn't know. <laughs> Just saying, hey, you look like me. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen mirrors yet or if you get them yet. Like, if you understand That's my favorite. Mirrors, but when I walk around with my you son, look like me. I love to find a mirror. I love that. <laughs> That's us. <laughs> hey, look. Yeah, I know. I always used to do that too. Just walk around the house. Oh, mirror. That's us. Look at you. <laughs> Who's that? Yeah. Who's that? You uh, see me? You see yourself? <laughs> oh, so you created um, 
a lot of music and you created a great human being as well that I'm so happy that now are you happier with your music or your son? <laughs> what the fuck kind of question is that? <laughs> my son for sure. Cause, oh, okay. But and I'm like but I'm wait, happy with my different. music. <laughs> yeah. I'm happy with my music. I was gonna say I just need you to quantify your love right now for your music or your son. But yeah, let Which me get into my son. <laughs> <laughs> I already did my son for sure. <laughs> because my son's love is like a high, like you know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? It's like a godly love. You yeah, know it's, what I'm it's unlike any drug. And I no could say like the same high. about music, but yeah, it's it's more of an unchartable, unmeasurable love with my mm -hmm. son. With music, you could like you could rank it. You could like you right, know what I'm yeah, saying? it's tangible. Yeah, some, it is quantifiable. You yeah, can't quantify yeah. quality of music. You, you know? can yeah, exactly. Or where like, you are in your like journey. sometimes I was happier than other times. Right, but with my son, just with him, that love. There, yeah, there's no measurement. Yeah, it's exploding. It's, you know, it's it never goes too much down. To contain. It can only go up. Yeah, it's yeah. such a warm, like vibrant thing. Oh, but from one creative being to the next, or from one creative project to the next, from that child. You now have an album, or kind of. <laughs> From him, I have an album. <laughs> like, well, wait, moving. I need to sign this. Make <laughs> 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 sure he's independent. Yeah, three sixties. <laughs> but from okay, let me say this: from creating that child, you went to then creating what? From creating, so like, what have I worked on since having a son? Yes. Okay. I'm getting it. Since I've been a works. father, I dropped Winter Break, but most of the music on there is while he was still in the womb. Right. Which is kind of just how the process goes as a yeah, as a recording as, artist, yeah. as a rapper. As me making music. Yeah. yeah. It's just kind of delayed when you get it versus when I made it. Mm -hmm. And then I dropped A Hill into a Mountain was previous while I was making him. While I was with the mom. Like it, right. That first half was like not, and the second half was like in the relationship. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then there was like a couple, like, you know, freestyles probably in between. And then there was winter break, which was this February. And then recently, this May, I dropped Majorly Independent, which mm -hmm. is probably my best body of work. Mm -hmm. I want to say there's a weak song on there. Like, I listened to the whole thing through, and I love it all. And I could run it back, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And that was, some of it was while he was in the womb and a couple tracks were after his birth but i have a project written or recorded after his birth versus in the womb let me think very thoroughly about each track real quick <coughs> maybe one like written after his birth mm -hmm. but a few just like recorded after his birth and then I have a project I'm working on where it's like very, I want it to really represent my my soul more than anything has mm. and represent who I want to be more than who I was or am. Mm. And it's not hard for me not to cuss. So the whole album is going to be not cussing. Mm -hmm. A clean and it's, album. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, it's going to be real. Like people who cuss are still going to be able to enjoy it. Right. And it's going to be not, called. It's not you holding back. It's just you kind of just being conscious. Being conscious, yeah. but still real. And for that, it's called Real is Royal. Mm -hmm. And like on there, there will be a song like dedicated to my son and a lot of other family members. So that's what I'm saving, like saving the like 
fatherly talk for mm. in case anyone's wondering like why is he not talking about him <laughs> as much on the right. track yet like i'm working on it right i'm <laughs> presenting it in the perfect way right you know yeah and i mean i don't want you to sleep on it when you do have to when you are like really like tributing like that to someone to anything when you're doing basically like dedicating a track or just like a track as a tribute or any show or any performance being a tribute to anything you want to do that justice yeah so, and take your time exactly perfection is key mm-hmm. so you just dropped majorly independent majorly independent like that, about a month ago i'm trying to remember there was i know i should have i don't even have my notebook yeah, I know it's not on either of those. It's on my church one. <laughs> church, yeah, preach, preach. Um, <laughs> no, there was a track on there. I can't. Everybody loved church on heart, uh, heartbreak, winter break. By the way, I, I did. I mean, that's why I said church. Church, is, church well. is the hottest one. So <laughs> church. Oh. So, where can we find your music? First off, all the mixtapes are like strictly SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. And I stick, I stand by SoundCloud, even though it irks the shit out of me sometimes, because a lot of people use it now, so it's like a lot of bugs in it now. Yeah. But when I started yeah. recording on my iPad, bro, <laughs> yeah. nobody had a fucking SoundCloud. Yeah, bro. no. I mean, I was like, like an originator, like, you and know no one knows. No one had SoundCloud rapper. Like there, were, there, were there wasn't no a SoundCloud. such thing as a SoundCloud rapper, yeah, and yeah. I was one. Think about that, though. We we lived in a time before SoundCloud rappers. Yeah. So I now mean, when they how did when they say that category before because well, now that's exactly what it is a SoundCloud rapper is has that negative connotation of yeah. a, a yeah, shitty rapper who's a not shitty going rapper anywhere. yeah and so then I have to like mention I have like a single you know like available on all platforms or say like mm. but I'm making my own beats like I have to do something to let them know so like, like not, I am not a SoundCloud rapper <laughs> <laughs> please, please I'm not that genre but I did I, show I them niggas I did show them how to post some shit and do it on their own yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> I did see so you have only one single on Spotify right now, right? Correct. Yeah. And that's because I just started making my own beats proficiently to the point where I, I want to kill that beat. Mm-hmm. I want to make a song with it. Not like the time before in middle school where I was like not telling anyone. Right. Now I'm like making beats for real. Like making beats that you want people to hear. Yeah, like so that I can make whole albums with them, you know, be right. have a self sufficient album and and be able to do opportunities like stream my music. Yeah. Right. So because, yeah, that's need... my, I got another one dropping real soon. I'm actually finishing up recording the music video for it. Oh, and that one will be available on all streaming platforms too. It's called Soul Searching. But yeah, you can get claims anywhere. Anywhere you can stream anything is available. Awesome. And you can buy it on iTunes if you like it that much. <laughs> do it, please. Please do. Support a friend, support a homie. And if um, you got Apple Music, just swipe up while you're listening. Turn that repeat on. Turn the turn the volume off. <laughs> smoke some. Go to sleep. <laughs> you love you and made me like five bucks by the time you wake up. Right. I saw you say something like that. I was like, that's hilarious. That's I was gonna say, yeah. I, I I hope for the same thing for this podcast. Just play play all our episodes like like Zach said with the volume off. Yeah. With the volume on, sometimes we say funny stuff. Yeah. The volume might, on one or twi- twice, once <laughs> or twice. But but then if you really are a fan, if you're really supporting and want to see us gain some yeah gain something that can help us go further then yeah. all right play that on repeat while your phone's that, charging let's make that monetization share it tell your friends yeah yeah for real. don't so, be afraid to share nothing yeah we're talking to caleb hill here caleb hill music <laughs> yes um, sir so you're on caleb hill on caleb hill music on instagram mm-hmm. caleb hill on twitter caleb hill on facebook
Fat Bat. Caleb Picasso 16 on Snapchat. Just, if you really <laughs> want to get exclusive. Where was. Where did I think I, where did I said I thought? Oh, it was the Hizzle. Oh, Hizzle Man. That's what I, I am Hizzle Man. That was a, that was a Twitter Hizzle name man. for a while. That's what that was. All right, so. <laughs> but it wasn't like an artist name. It was just right. my Twitter. But Caleb Hill Music on everything, basically. Caleb Hill. Caleb Hill Music. You'll find me if you just search that. But right. on Twitter and Facebook, it's just Caleb Hill. And Instagram, I, it's Caleb Hill Music. And then on uh, Apple and Spotify. Apple and Spotify. Anything where you listen to music, just search Caleb Hill and you'll find Whoa. it. You'll find claims. Bad. And with a Y after the A before the L, Caleb Hill. <laughs> Let's just spell that real quick. C-A-Y-L-E-B-H-I-L-L. Church. Preach. Church. <laughs> Preach. Um, but, uh, dude, it's so great talking to you. you know, I Hell yeah, man. I talk to you for days. Yeah, yeah. We, I'm sure we could go we on. Could go it's been real. Too. Thanks for coming, man. Yeah, I was Thanks for say, having you, me. Any more questions for our bro? I'm... Just kind of my usual uh, yeah. future goals, goals for the next few years. For the next few years, I want to not have to work for nobody but myself and my brand I'm building. And I want myself as a business or multiple businesses to be legit mm, in a couple awesome. years for sure. Yeah. Like that's my major my key. Like I don't care if I'm not where I thought I would be or if I'm not where I necessarily could be looking at other, you know, successes. Mm-hmm. But as long as I'm not having to clock in for no one no more. As long as you're moving forward, man. That's yeah. That's like, boss. that's the biggest goal. Yeah. That's, and that, that's and once you get that under your belt. <laughs> oh, yeah. Watch how fast you could go. That's some bragging right. rights right there. Yeah. Watch yeah. watch what you could do with it. Like, yeah. Now you got, the some, sky's now the limit. You got something to talk about. Yeah. Absolutely. No, that's when you just stop talking and get to work. Exactly. And then you start talking. <laughs> right. right. When you have something to talk about, you won't need to. Yeah. Because you'll be too busy working. Yeah. yeah. Someone else will be talking. Go. That's, those are, that's mm. well put. Boom. I but I, I will never be too bougie to come kick it with y'all, man. Bet. I hope not. <laughs> Bet. We'll see. If anything, I'm hoping we're going to be too you bougie for you. Hell no. <laughs> That's where I'm trying to get. You're like, man, I need a press run for this upcoming album. You're like, man, we booked. Yeah, I'm bro, sorry, bro. I did this. Bro. Dude, he's going to be making like figures every right. year. And we're still going to have like 200 followers on Facebook. <laughs> like, you want to come back for episode 53? Like, <laughs> still in Zealand? Wait, it's been three years and you're only at 53? Oh, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, we get busy. Sorry, nah. episode 400? <laughs> I don't assume that. I don't assume that with your guitar skills and with your just people skills, man. Like, you're funny when you don't try to be. So yeah, I know. The I'm fact trying that to work on that on stage. The <laughs> fact that you're curating it. And turning it into a craft that you can master mm. is so it's so great for me to see. I love Absolutely. it. And for being a newbie, you killed it the first time I saw you. Yeah, I appreciate your uh, your support coming out to that Mother's Day show, bringing Tina out. That was pretty cool. Yeah, man, <laughs> we were in the cut and we act like we weren't like pushing nothing. We actually laughed. We had a good time. Oh, that's great. That's good yeah. to hear. And I, I mean, I've been I've been trying to show you support for I mean as long as I've seen you at this rap game, and it was just awesome to see it another artist that i support coming out to support me and uh thank you yeah and man no hey, problem and thank you both thank you for the comedy show coming to support me and thank you for coming here bro to support me i no, wish yeah. we could have gotten you in sooner to even help further promote um <coughs> your new music that uh just recently dropped here in may but uh, i'm glad i got got you in a all the same yeah know? i'm i'm not stressing it man everything is meant to be in due time and right. yeah the best of wishes for y'all hey, and appreciate it, man. i haven't you know i haven't forgotten anything <laughs> that we talked about and i won't forget it in the future you know what i'm saying like i'm not gonna 
I'm not gonna change unless I'm just evolving into a better version of me. Mm-hmm. Only change we Amen. need is going forward. Yeah. All right, everybody. This has been Where Is This Going? Thanks for listening again. I am your host, Hunter Miles. This is my ginger friend, Jake. And thanks for joining us again, Zach. We don't have Comic in here, or else he'd let you know that this Taylor is Hill. Where Is This Going? And it went. Thank you. Have a great one. All right. Peace. Yeah. Forwards his favorite foreign film. Powder donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name your price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous walrus, the bulbous walrus. The name your price tool, only from Progressive. The owl and a foul of the comatose coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast-forwards his favorite foreign film. Powder donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. Oh, man. That's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry. I'm going to need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous walrus. The bulbous walrus. The Name Your Price tool. Only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.